Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the Nightcap. I am not Zach Jones. I am Joe Kelly filling in for Zach Jones while he is still away enjoying sunny Florida. And today was an interesting day, to say the least. I was getting ready um, to chat with Bulldog earlier about some Sabres goalie prospects. And, you know, like, who could fill the void in the goaltending area? Because we cannot run with Lucan and, and Levi. That's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole side point. But then this tweet came across the screen. Producer in the morning, Evan Pasquale, he he tweeted out, which was worse, a poll, which was worse. 17-year playoff drought, of course, for the Bills. Yes, the Sabres are also in a playoff drought, so just want <laughs> make to sure, make sure we're being specific here. 17-year playoff drought for the Bills or 13 seconds. There's 7,600 votes, 154,000 views, and the leader, by a small margin... Now, you may be thinking, along with me and Bulldog earlier, how is this such a small margin? We took a lot of calls earlier at the start of Show Up and the Bulldog on exactly what people's thoughts were, and I wish I could. I, can, I Unfortunately, it's just me, myself, and I cannot answer phones and host at the same time. But it, it's so close, and it's not something you think would be close. I, I, I don't know. I'm 20 years old. There were 17 years that the Bills did not make the playoffs. I was about, I think I was 14 when Tyrod Taylor played that wildcard game against the Doug Marone-led Jacksonville Jaguars, where he gets knocked out at one point, and Nate Peterman has to come in and almost throws another interception. I, I He might have. I don't, I don't remember correctly. I think I chipped my tooth, biting my nails. That's how anxious I was watching that game. Then Josh Allen comes along, and, you know, things change. The drought's over, less pressure. And then 13 seconds happens. And you're... With me, it's interesting. And with a lot of younger... I don't know. It's, it, people are saying this might be an age demographic issue on Twitter. Why it's so close. I don't think I have a reason why it's so close. Because people both my age and older, younger, whatever are all saying different things. 
Like, for me personally, the 17-year playoff drought was tough. I remember rooting for the Bills endlessly once I got, like, to end of elementary school, middle school. Once I really figured out what was going on with football. Just to no avail. Nothing. nothing, They couldn't do anything, anything halfway decent to win a game. They They would win a close game against another horrible team like the Browns. And then 13 seconds rolls around. And I don't, I, yes, it was heartbreaking in the moment. Absolutely. I'm not going to sit here and try and say I was happy with the result of that game because that's the farthest thing from the truth. I think I collapsed to my floor after getting up and screaming when Gabe Davis scored that last touchdown. I thought we had it. Always comes up in conversation. There's no, there's no, uh, no break from it. You're always going to hear 13 seconds come up until the Bills prove prove otherwise, that it won't happen again. But 13 seconds is just, I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's not nearly as bad as being the staple of bad in the NFL. I'm just expecting it. I've seen, uh, we'll go through some of these comments here in a little bit, but I've seen people commenting, it was better during the drought. Because you expected them to do that. And you could make jokes like, oh, the Bills are at it again. They're, 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 the Bills are billsing. It's happening. That, that is just horrible. Like I, I'd rather them play arguably the greatest game of football in the history of the game. Josh Allen, in that situation, probably played the best anyone has ever seen a quarterback play. Put the team on his shoulders. Gabe Davis's performance, too. Unfortunately, we did not see much of that last season, but that's due to injury. And now it's it's a close call between 17 years of nothingness or the biggest stage proving yourself, showing what a contender you are. Yes, we did not win, but if you were listening to Chopin the Bulldog earlier today, one of the guests Bulldog had on Matthew Perino, or one of the callers, I'm trying to think. One of the callers at the beginning of the show mentioned that we would have won the Super Bowl if we had won that game. I cannot sit here and say that that is absolutely true, but there was an absolute chance that we could have beat the Bengals the week after. They played exceptionally well. They deserved to be in that Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes made a mistake where he didn't in our game. That's just what happened. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Then they unfortunately fall to the Rams in the Super Bowl. But the Rams that season were killer. They were firing on all cylinders. McVay had that team built perfectly. So you can't you cannot sit here and say that 17 years of nothing is better than one horrible playoff loss. One caller earlier today just said that the Bills are bad and they lose all the time. It, but he's a season ticket holder. Bulldog was just as floored as I was. Like, what What exactly? What, what exactly are you doing still going to games if you really feel that way? It's a waste of money. Give the tickets to someone who appreciates it. The staple of mediocrity. That's, that's people trapped in the early 2000s. I mean, just taking a trip back. I mean, Josh Allen's on the cover of Madden, right? Yes, that might not mean everything to every, anyone. I play Madden, so it means quite a bit. 
I don't think I'm buying both covers, though. Just a side point here, because that's like $170, but we'll see. It's just, you wouldn't see that. I played Madden when Fitzpatrick was the quarterback, and I would get smacked every game. Smacked. EJ Manuel, at one point. Like, I... I, you can't sit here and say that E.J. Manuel playing as the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, what a muffed draft pick it is, that that contributing to 17 years of mediocrity is better than the best game of all time. So let's go through some of these comments. I'm not going to name any anyone. I'm just going to, like, I got a direct comment to my post. 13 seconds was the answer. Almost my entire life was the drought. Never thought anything more of it. Still haven't recovered from 13 seconds. While that's absolutely true, and I'm right there with you, most of my life up until this point, up until 2017, 2017, was the drought. We sat through the tough years. There's no question about it. And we didn't see anyone go to four Super Bowls. Like, that to me is not... It is Bill's history. It's not my Bill's history, personally. I grew up watching a team struggle to do anything. Front office-wise, coaching-wise, the best thing they had was Jim Schwartz. When the defense was the best defense in football, we just had no offense. I, 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 I used to literally sit there and hold a Jim Kelly signed football in a glass case, rub it like a genie, like a genie lamp, and hope that that would turn the ties, that the good juju would go towards helping the Bills win. Like, that's how bad it was. That is how bad it was. I had no hope. I was sitting there rubbing a glass case thinking it was going to make a difference and change the tide of the game. Like, uh, you cannot you cannot sit here and say that. But I, I get it. If you are a more recent Bills fan with the oncoming of the team, if you were like me through the draft, maybe didn't pay that much attention. It doesn't matter to you. Yes, 13 seconds probably will rank worse. But I'm just looking at this, and we're getting... Okay, here's one. The drought stunk so bad, but if we never ended up winning at all, it will mean nothing compared to 13 seconds. 2021 team was on a heater at the end of the season, and the coaches blew it. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. I'm not going to sit here and deny that. But 17 years, you're right. Building up to it, it would all be for nothing, necessarily. But I, I you, you, with the quarterback we have now and the team we have around us, arguably better. Like, if you look at the additions Brandon Bean's made since the end of last season— Offensive line looks 10 times better. 10 times better. Defense, we had some depth issues last year. The injury bug hit us early. Here we go. Adding all these players, late splashes and free agency, extending Ed Oliver. And while that's a mixed opinion, as we talked about earlier this week, it's still, he's, he's Brandon Bean is doing stuff to make this team. So those 17 years aren't all for nothing. One game that we lost in the last 13 seconds. Yes, it could be on the coaching, absolutely. Or it's just the classic drought era billsy thing. That's all I've been seeing. You bills we billsed it. 13 seconds left, we billsed it. It's classic bills. 
I think I was dead silent after 13 seconds for like 24 hours. I don't, I don't think I said a word. Didn't want to. Luckily, this wasn't a profession I was seeking at that point in time. I was going to school to become a social studies teacher. Here we are now, but it's recency bias is another another thing, another thing. And a lot of a lot of comments on this Twitter poll are saying that the drought stunk. So many meaningless games. We nearly lost the Bills. Yeah, multiple times. Bon Jovi. Donald Trump was about to buy the Bills at one point. Bon Jovi wanted the Austin Bills. That remember that when that was a thing. Toronto series, that was more like, let's see if we can move uh, an NFL team to Toronto. Have one of those jerseys. feel like I should burn it, but I can't. Part of the team's history, I guess. But 13 seconds hurt. I was there in that corner, but it was one of the greatest games I've ever seen slash been able to enjoy the ride we were on right then. Absolutely. That's, I guess that's the way I look at it. And many, many other people are. And some, I mean, some comments are even saying 13 seconds isn't the worst of it. Last season's divisional round against the Bengals, that was, that's worse than 13 seconds. That's a whole nother conversation. But I could, I could see arguments. We'll, we'll, as this, as this hour rolls on, I'm, I'm going to just go down some rabbit holes here on Twitter and just see what we find with the Bills drought. And a lot, like I said, it's 50-50. Here's another one. It's 17 years of not even feeling like a part of the NFL, and it's not even close. So many people don't remember, slash didn't live it, slash are stuck in the present. That playoff drought was a ball on a chain for the franchise, slash fan base. People were balling when the Ravens lost. It's just... (sighs) Growing up in it, again... Like I said, literally rubbing a glass case with the Jim Kelly football inside of it. Growing up in it, it was tough to become a Bills fan. It truly was. Was it something that if the Bills were good, I probably would have been into a few years earlier? Absolutely. But when, you know, you're going seven and nine at best at that point. And we made the playoffs in 2017. I believe it was 9-7. and seven. It wasn't even like a fantastic record. So when you're literally, as all of these comments all say, the staple of mediocrity in the NFL, that's what you're dealing with. And it still, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. It's blown my mind all day watching this. It's literally, this, this poll, 52 to 48. 52% to 48%. It's unbelievably close. Unbelievably close. I just, I, maybe it's because, I don't know. I I feel like if you're a more positive thinking Bills fan, you're going to say the drought was the worst and now we're proving the team. But a lot of those fans out there that the Bills are always going to Bills, like there's no question. They're Buffalo, Buffalo Bills are the laughing stock. They're always, they always fail. Like the caller earlier today. That's what you're going to get. I mean, you can't, you're not going to be able to distinguish anything. Like 17 years is a lot of time. Long, 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 long time. 13 seconds is minimal. Yes, recency bias. Absolutely. 
But lots of tweets saying that. I highly agree with that. That is very much all of a sudden, you know, we're in the playoffs. We're doing well. And we lose on one of the biggest stages, one of the best games. Yes. It's like a dagger. Right to your soul. Like, it, it, it hits hard. All the videos you saw of Bill's Mafia during that, collapsing to the floor, falling out of chairs. That game was electric to the end. And you probably won't see another one like that. Probably a once, once in a probably decade or two game. Maybe you will. Maybe when the Bills-Chiefs rematch happens. But I don't know. It's just, to me... Losing it the way they did, yes. Coaching, whatever. 13 seconds. Losing consecutively and having it be an expectation for 17 years, that, that to me, is way worse. The Bulldog put it perfect earlier. He want, like You want to feel something. You felt numb for 17 years as a Bills fan because they weren't doing anything. At least with 13 seconds, it, like I said, it was electric to the end. Your heart was racing. You didn't know how it was going to end. Your adrenaline was pumping like you were sitting right there in that stadium wherever you were watching. It has more goods, pros to me, than the entire 17 years, which is a con, in my opinion. I don't know. Let's let's delve into some more of these, these comments because they're, they're very interesting how different. Wide right over everything. 13 seconds would be the answer to the poll. Okay. We're going we're going way back on that one. The Bills have had their blunders. Absolutely. They were called the Bickering Bills at one point in the 90s. Remember that? Don't remember that personally, but I remember reading that, seeing that in the documentaries and whatnot. But literally, this next comment, there were so many times in the drought... I wondered if I should raise my kids to be Bills fans. 13 seconds ruined my sleep that night, but I've moved on. The 17 years was unquestionably worse. There was no hope during that time. No, there wasn't. When you heard Buffalo Bills, it was like a black hole. Oh, what a what a rough franchise they've got there. What a rough team they've got this year. Expect the same thing for next year? Absolutely. The mediocre Bills. Let's go 7-9. and nine, Call it a win. Let's go 8-8. Eight and eight. Let's tie it. It's before the extra week in the season. 8-8 eight and eight was good. <laughs> but honestly, I have to delve in now to the 17 years to really go into it and see what we're like talking about here. The records year by year. Because, you, again, you cannot... You cannot say that this 13 seconds was its definitely not an easy loss to deal with, but it's far, 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 far easier to deal with than 17 years. A couple more of these comments here on the poll. Then we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with those, those exact records for the years and delve into the draft a little bit. Uh, here we go. All people saying 13 seconds have to be under the age of 20 because no way you went through that misery, which was even more crushing by the Bills. 
playing in arguably the best game ever. 17 years with countless years of numbness. Like you, you, I remember even my parents raising me, yes, Bills fans. Dad kind of faltered to the Tom Brady end a little bit there when he was still playing, but respect, it's been for a while. It's not a bandwagon thing. Never really pushed the, following the Bills on me as a kid, and now, like, you know, you can see why. You can understand it, absolutely. Because imagine from a young age having to deal with that. I, I was probably 12, 13, or 12, 11 when I really got into it. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's just it's just the way it is. But we're going to take a quick timeout, and we'll be back coming out of the break, have some stats from the drought era to kind of put this, put this to bed. But you're listening to the Nightcap on WGR. I'm Joe Kelly filling in for Zach Jones. Welcome back to the Nightcap. I'm Joe Callie. We're talking about the Bills drought versus 13 seconds. I'm going to go through the records right from 2000 all the way till the end of the drought. So we're about to go through that. Unfortunately, we have to go through that. Just to start off, though, 13 seconds, the Bills overall record that season, 11 and 6. Not their best, absolutely. You know, thirteen and thirteen and three, thirteen and four. It's kind of where they've been last year. That game got canceled in Cincinnati, so thirteen and three. They've had better seasons, but still, when you looking at some of these from the drought era, starting right off in two thousand, record eight and eight, fourth in the AFC East. Wade Phillips is the coach. Rob Johnson and Doug Flutie. I mean. That's uh, having Bruce Smith, Thurman, Thomas, Andre Reed, you know, all on one day exit the team. Never really recovered. Unfortunately, the Bills just can't. They they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. So now we move to 2001. They were eight and eight last season. This one's a doozy. Three and 13, 2001. Fifth in the AFC East. Coach was Greg Williams. Quarterback Alex Van Pelt and Rob Johnson. Leading receiver Eric Moles, 904 yards, five touchdowns. Tom Donahue was the president and GM that year. First coaching hire was Greg Williams. Not the best. Not the best. Rob Johnson. I don't know why you replaced Flute, but whatever. We're going to move on. I'm just going to start getting aggravated looking at this. This is, this is why the, draft, the drought is worse, just so you guys know. 2002, the year I was born. 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay, we improved. Fourth in the AFC East, Coach Greg Williams. Quarterback, Drew Bledsoe. Eric Moulds improved. 1,292 yards, 10 touchdowns. Four Pro Bowlers. Drew, Bled- Drew, Ble- Drew Bledsoe, sorry. Travis Henry, Eric Moulds, and Reuben Brown. Okay. 8-8. Eight and eight. You, you at least have Pro Bowlers on your team, right? Like, like they're doing all right. I guess, not record-wise, but fourth in the AFCs. 2003, 6-10, they're third in the AFC East. Coach Greg Williams yet again, quarterback Drew Bledsoe again. Eric Moulds declined. 
780 yards and one touchdown. There were high hopes coming in hot, going back to the playoffs, the Bills. They crushed the Patriots 31 to nothing on the opening day, and then they won in week two. And it looked like, you know, the 90s Bills are back with a different squad. This is how they're doing. They went on a four-game midseason losing streak and only scored 35 points. He Bledsoe finished with 11 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. But 13 seconds is worse. Okay, here we go. We're going to keep going. 2004. 9-7. We went positive. Positive. Third in the AFC East. Mike Malarkey is the coach. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Drew Bledsoe, again, is the quarterback. Eric Moulds bounces back. Willis McGahee. 1,100 yards rushing, 13 touchdowns. Eric Moulds receiving 1,043 yards, five touchdowns. Okay. Positive record. You are looking. They went on a six-game winning streak, and they scored more than 30 points in every game. They would have clinched a playoff berth that year. They'd beaten Pittsburgh at home and said they lost 29-24. to To the Steelers' backups, and they finished 9-7. and But 13 seconds is still worse. Getting back into the playoffs right away could have been amazing. Okay, 2005. 5-11. Third in the AFC East. Mike Malarkey coaching again. Quarterback Kelly Holcomb and J.P. Lossman. Leading rusher, Willis McGahee, 1,200 yards, five touchdowns. Leading receiver, Eric Moulds, 816 yards and four touchdowns. This is where Tom Donahue gets the boot. Tom Donahue gets the boot here from the front office. And Ralph Wilson fires him. Gave the GM spot to Marv Levy. And Malarkey, the head coach, was uncomfortable in this situation and resigned. And the Bills were left to start again. So rebuilding the staff again going into 2006. Standings were, in 2006, they were 7-9, third in the AFC East. Coach was Dick Juron. If I'm saying that correctly, quarterback J.P. Lossman, leading rusher Willis McGahee, 990 yards, six touchdowns, leading receiver Lee Evans, new name on there, 1,292 yards, eight touchdowns. Marvel Levy picked veteran coach Dick Jaron to be the head coach. Uninspiring choice, this says. J.P. Lossman earned the starting job, and he had what appeared to be a breakout season. Passed for 3,051 yards with 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and had a good connection with Lee Evans, it looked like. Bills lost the killer game at home to Tennessee. <laughs> then under their hopes, then fell to Baltimore to wind up 7-9, and which began a trend. Ding, 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 ding. A trend that's not already happening here with the mediocrity and losing that are so, that's so much better than 13 seconds to a lot of people. 2007, 7 and 9 again, second in the AFC East. 
coach Dick Duran again. QB, oh boy, Trent Edwards and J.P. Lawsman. Marshawn Lynch, beast mode, makes an appearance. Leading rusher, 1,115 yards, seven touchdowns. Leading receiver, Lee Evans again, 849 yards, five touchdowns. J.P. Lawsman was pushed out of the starting role by Trent Edwards. Two combined for 11 touchdowns and 14 interceptions as the Bills only scored 252 points to rank 30th in the NFL in yards and points. Oh, good Lord. This is, it's, it's just, it's still absolutely baffling to me. Baffling to me. How, how it's even close, that poll on Twitter. That 13 seconds is worse. 2008. Seven and nine again, that trend. Fourth in the AFC East, Dick Jaron again. Trent Edwards, J.P. Lawsman share the quarterback position again. Marshawn Lynch, leading rusher, 1,036 yards, eight touchdowns. Leading receiver, Lee Evans, 1,017 yards, three touchdowns. The Bills were the talk of the NFL, and it looked that the playoff drought was going to end in the beginning of the season, led off to a 4-0 start after getting hurt in a loss at Arizona. Edwards came back to play one of his best games, defeating San Diego, now Los Angeles Chargers. They were 5-1, and one, and then it all came apart. They ended up 7-9 and nine for the third year in a row. Edwards played if he'd never recovered from the concussion he suffered against Arizona. You were five and one, then you go seven and nine. But thirteen seconds is worse. Sorry, sorry if that's getting repetitive. Just trying to hammer home the point here that the drought, seventeen-year playoff drought, is much worse. So now, two thousand and nine, they were six and ten, fourth in the AFC East. Coach. Dick Juron and Perry Fellow. Phil? Phil? I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. Exactly. Quarterbacks. Ryan Fitzmagic. Fitzpatrick makes his first appearance in Trent Edwards. Fred Jackson. Great running back for the Bills, minus the mediocrity of the team. 1,062 yards, two touchdowns, leading rusher. Leading receiver was Terrell Owens, 829 yards, five touchdowns. Key to the city recipient, if anyone's wondering. Ralph Wilson gave Dick Juron a new contract despite a 21 and 27 record. The Bills stumbled to a 3 and 6 start and Wilson fired him following a 41 to 17 loss in Tennessee. Defensive coordinator Perry Fowell Fowell took over on an interim base basis and guided Buffalo to a 3 and 4. With Trent Edwards injured halfway through the season, backup Ryan Fitzpatrick took over and he was a 4 and 4 starter. Harvard grad, Ryan Fitzpatrick. 2010, it gets way worse. 4-12. Fourth in the AFC East. Coach Chan Gailey on this one. Quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick, leading rusher Fred Jackson. 927 yards, five touchdowns. Leading receiver Stevie Johnson, 1,073 yards, 10 touchdowns. One pro bowler. Kyle Williams. Chan Gailey becomes the head coach. Buddy Nix was chosen as the new GM. Jeez, just just looking at this, 
is bring. This is when I really started paying attention, like really started to come around to the the football when I started playing Madden. Even though Fred Jackson and Marshawn Lynch were on the roster, they allowed Trent Edwards to start the first two games instead of Fitzpatrick. After two losses, Edwards was cut. Fitzpatrick steps in. Bills lost their first eight games before rallying to go 4-4 four and four in the second half of the season. Lynch was sent away, but it didn't really matter. The Bills' horrible defense gave up 425 points. Jeez. But 13 seconds is worse. 2011. They went 6-10. Fourth in the AFC East again. Chan Gailey gives it another run. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fred Jackson, the leading rusher, 934 yards, 6 touchdowns. Leading receiver, Stevie Johnson, 1,004 yards, 7 touchdowns, 0 Pro Bowlers. Here we go. Fred Jackson was playing like an MVP. Kept C.J. Spiller glued to the bench. The Bills could have whiffed on another first-round pick in C.J. Spiller, but Jackson went down with a broken leg. Spiller flashed. He came out. Runner and receiver. I remember I saw one C.J. Spiller memory I've ingrained in my mind is a kick return. Touchdown. I'll never forget it. It was one of the first ones I had seen. And it was C.J. Spiller, of course. So, that, I mean, that just shows you how, how tough it was during the... To be, to be a Bills fan. The C.J. Spiller one's ingrained in my mind. is one of the first ones. But Bills won four of their first five games. But they couldn't keep it going. Team, They were 5-2 and two and Fitzpatrick suddenly declined. The defense allowed 434 points in 5,938 yards. Worst numbers in team history. And they went 6-10. and 10. That's not even their worst record. That was 2011. 2012. Six and ten again. Chan Gailey. Ryan Fitzpatrick back for another season. CJ Spiller leading rusher. 1,244 yards, six touchdowns. Leading receiver Stevie Johnson. 1,046 yards, six touchdowns. Bills gave up the second most points in team history. 435. And were torched for 5,806 yards. So pretty much... Pretty much relatable to the season before. Almost identical. Gailey's defense were three of the four worst in franchise. And he was gone. Fired at the end. They start over yet again. No wonder they didn't make the playoffs for 17 years. They had to rebuild multiple times. The front office and the coaching staff. How are you supposed to get a good relationship with your team? You're not. 2013. This is, this is where everything's ingrained in my mind. Right here. They went 6-10 and yet again. Coached by Doug Marone. Fourth in the AFC East. E.J. Manuel. Another whiffed draft pick by the Buffalo Bills. C.J. Spiller, their leading rusher, 927 yards and two touchdowns. Leading receiver, Scott Chandler. Oh boy, the snow shovel. 655 yards, two touchdowns. The Bills... Completely changed the organization that year. Completely. Doug Marone seemed to kind of be an energetic coach for the team after multiple duds. But in the end, E.J. Manuel, he he did not deliver at all. And he was a first-round pick. But knee injuries kept him out of six games, so a lot of people gave him some slack that first year. Okay. 2014. 
Record 9-7. and seven. They went positive. Look at that. Doug Marone, they were second in the AFC East. EJ Manuel and Kyle Orton. Boy, do I remember that. Boy, do I remember that. Fred Jackson was their leading rusher with 525 yards and two touchdowns. Leading receiver was Sammy Watkins, 982 yards with six touchdowns. The Bills made... They, they moved up five spots for the Clemson guys, Sammy, Watts, Sammy Watkins. E.J. Manuel was benched after four games. This is I'm, I'm literally re-watching this in my mind as I'm saying this. Kyle Orton took over, provided a spark. But it was, it was... It just didn't work. This was one of the most dumbfounded years I remember for me. Jim Schwartz led defense. Mario Williams. Kyle Williams. Like, Mario Williams, Kyle Williams, and Marcel Darius were their three pro bowlers at the end of the season. Three defensive linemen. That just shows how good their defense was. But they couldn't get it done. And not to mention, that was Kyle Orton. He just got called in midseason to fill in as they needed to Get rid of E.J. Manuel. Bench him. The last and final game of the season. Read this the other day. I didn't know this actually happened, and it's fantastic. Final game of the season at what was uh, Ralph Wilson Stadium at that point in time. Team goes into the locker room after their post game out on the field and whatnot. Okay. 9-7 and seven season. Did an okay job. Looking up, you could say, with Kyle Orton, his locker's empty. He's gone, cleared out, didn't say anything to anyone on the team. Nothing. Oh, boy. And that is only to 2014. we got to take a quick time out here. But we'll, when we come back, we'll go 2015 to present day. And just, just put icing on the cake of how 13 seconds is somehow... Somehow worse, I guess. That's what a lot of people are saying, but it's not. You're listening to The Nightcap. I'm Joe Kelly, and this is WGR. Welcome back to The Nightcap. I'm Joe Kelly, filling in for Zach Jones while he's away. We're going to finish up here in the next season. We're going to go 2015, and then I'm going to spark notes the rest because running short on time here, unfortunately. I'd love to talk more about this. I really would. But 2015, the Bills go 8-8. Eight and eight. Third in the AFC East, Rex Ryan is brought in after Doug Marone mysteriously vanishes on New Year's Eve and just quits. So Tyrod Taylor is then the quarterback. Won a three-man contest, if you don't remember. Nathan Peterman was one of those quarterbacks, I believe. No, E.J. Manuel. It was E.J. Manuel... I'm blanking on who else. <clears throat> One pro bowler that year. That was the year we got LaShawn McCoy. And he was the leading rusher as well. 895 yards, three touchdowns. Leading receiver was Sammy Watkins still. 1,047 yards, nine touchdowns. They went 8-8. Eight and eight. And the season before, they went 9-7. and seven. So let's just say coaching change, whatever. It was a little bit of a decline. Tyrod gave. That was the first fairly competent quarterback we've, we had in a long time. I mean, Kyle Orton, yes, but I'm talking starter. And that was the thing. I, I think it was just 
it's it's tough because we got LaShawn McCoy. They added some high other high quality players. Richie Incognito, Percy Harvin, Charles Clay, a tight uh, first one of the first like receiving tight ends, I guess. Big receiving tight end. Even though he was kind of mediocre, but then 2016, it's more of the same with Tyler and Rex Ty, Tyrod Taylor and Rex Ryan. 2017, the promises were answered. And the Bills are in the playoffs for the first time against Doug Marone, the team who vanished on them on New Year's Eve in 2015. Or 2014, maybe maybe 2014 New Year's Eve, I'm not quite sure. Um, Rex Ryan got the Bills to the playoffs. 2017, did not make it past the first round. It was a horrible game. Then 2018, we have... McDermott, Allen, or no, McDermott. McDermott got Ryan's team to the playoffs. That was really it. Rex Ryan did not make it to the playoffs with the Bills. But it was basically Ryan's team at that point. McDermott really hadn't had his hand in it yet very much. Then we get the the golden years here. Josh Allen is drafted. Falter a little bit, right? But rookie quarterback, when you give Nathan Peterman the starting job, I think you kind of... You know, you kind of expect nothing less when he threw those five interceptions against the Chargers. Just unreal. I remember watching that game while I was working. And I, at the time in high school, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. But Josh Allen comes in in that first game. And that season, after the Bills had been so, like looking for that franchise guy, he puts on a show. And that's where we're at today. Josh Allen. We've made the playoffs for the past. The only time we didn't was his first season. His sophomore season, we went into the wild card, lost against the Texans. Then we went to the AFC Championship against the Chiefs. Then I believe we lost in the divisional round against the Chiefs. Then we just lost in the divisional round against the Bengals. I could, I'm counting on fingers here. I could be missing something. But 13 seconds to wrap things up is not worse than the 17-year playoff drought. And this was fun conversation to get into. It's been something that the station's been on all day. So hope you enjoyed. You're listening to the Nightcap. I'm Joe Cali, and this is WGR Sports Radio 550. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.